lock and load. This is GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with Georgia Carry's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. GeorgiaCarry.org is Georgia's no-compromise voice for gun owners. The leader in the fight to reclaim and expand our Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Here's your host, Executive Director of GeorgiaCarry.org, Jerry Henry. Welcome to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio Hour this beautiful Saturday morning. We're in downtown Atlanta. We've uh, had a kind of a, a funny week here in Atlanta. We were talking a little bit earlier about the shooting on MARTA. Uh, a lot of people apparently don't know you can carry on MARTA for self-defense, uh, but you can. And uh, I have me uh, with me today uh, a guest, one of my one of my favorite guys I've known for uh, seven, eight years here. We got nine years. We got uh, we got to know each other through GeorgiaCarry.org. And uh, his name is Jeff Anderson. He is a lifetime member of Georgia Carry, and he is uh, currently serving on the board of directors. And so welcome, Jeff. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here uh, on behalf of members. Uh, we'd like to thank you for all your hard uh, work because and, and, we know you don't get the accolades, but we, we see you in the trenches all the time. And, I mean, it's it's a thankless job, but uh, well, somebody's no, got to do it. Well, you just got through so. thanking me, so it can't, yeah. can't be a okay. thankless all job. Right, so. Uh, at any rate, Jeff and I, uh, like I said, we've hung around a little while, and Jeff, I think Jeff has a very interesting story, which kind of, uh, when he first told me a little bit about himself, I was kind of taken aback, and that's the fact that uh, how active he was in political circles until uh, till about the time he joined Georgia Carey. Yeah, yeah. I uh, Back in uh, 2008, uh, well, a little backstory. I have I've had a carry license since I was since I was twenty one, which was nineteen ninety one. Uh, I, I went and got it, and I called my buddy who was a police officer at the time and told him, and he laughed and he said, "Well, that thing's not worth the paper it's printed on." Uh, read the back of it, and I tried. And I remember the probate court judge telling me a little bit about what was on the back and how the the law was really a gray area, and it. It seemed to be uh, something a lawyer's going to have to explain to me. So right. I decided just to stick it in the dash of the truck, and every time I'd change vehicles, that gun would change with me. But back in 2008, I found myself in Athens, Georgia. Uh, I was visiting my family there, and uh, my father said, well, let's, let's stop here at the store, and, and I'll get something for supper, and you can eat with us before you head back to Jasper. And uh, He went in the store, and I sat in the vehicle, and a car pulled up pretty close to the truck and uh, tried to the guy jumped out of the passenger side and tried to uh, stop someone walking in the store and was unsuccessful. And he saw me sitting in the vehicle, and so he did a beeline straight for me and wanted me to roll the window down. Uh, as he was coming my way, I thought something wasn't exactly right, so I reached in the dash and pulled out my gun. But as he got there closer, he wanted me to roll the window down, and I, I didn't, and, and I just cracked it. And he was trying to ask me directions. And you know, this day and time with all the cell phones and stuff, every, I mean, if you've got a car, you've got a cell phone, and uh, I think you could look up directions yourself. But I, I knew something was up, but I just told him I didn't want any trouble, and I just kind of eased the gun where he could just see it. I didn't have it aimed at him, but he saw the gun, and he took off running. And as he ran away, I could see a handgun in his hand, and he jumped in the car, and tires squealed, and they hit the Atlanta Highway tire squealing, and it ingrained in me on the way home that night that I needed to know what the carry laws were. Uh, I needed to understand them. Uh, so I got home, and because I, I might not be sitting in my vehicle the right. next time I, I, I needed to defend myself. I was very lucky. Uh, 
And so I looked online, online search, and I found georgiacarry.org. Um, looking up Georgia gun laws, I investigated Georgia Carry. Uh, they were in the news uh, with Tim Bearden, Representative mm-hmm. Tim Bearden mm-hmm. was trying to push Bill HB eighty nine at the time. Uh, that was a parking lot bill. Maybe Marta it got started Marta, off. Maybe did Marta get added to that? They bill? got added to that. that it started the, off as a parking lot bill, right? Uh, and um, and actually in two thousand seven, it started off as a parking lot bill, but then uh, Ed Stone went down to testify for that bill and tim said at the time he didn't know what what was going on he didn't know whether this guy was for him or against him and he was kind of concerned and when ed got through speaking uh tim if you remember there was a back door and a front door to those meeting rooms where the legislators came in the back door and the, the real people came in the front door and Ed left, and Tim Bearden went out the back door and went around and caught him and said, hey, we need to talk because we can help each other. Right. And that's when they started talking, and that's when they expanded that into HB 89 that did include carrying on MARTA, carrying uh, into airports. But then that's also the time that uh, Mayor Shirley Freighty decided that the Atlanta airport was a public gathering law, and Judge Shube went along with her. Right. Uh, and uh, that was also the time uh, you talked about having your gun in the glove compartment. At that time, you could have it in your vehicle, in your glove compartment, or in your console. Or openly exposed. Or fully exposed. Yeah. You could tape it to your forehead. or Yeah, you could hang it from, <laughs> that's where the, the hang same. Hang it from the rearview mirror. Yeah. Hang it from the rearview mirror by right. a lanyard if you wanted to. Right. But otherwise, if you had it in there and it was concealed and you didn't have a license, you were uh, it was a violation. That changed that as well. Right. But I, I investigated Georgia Carey. I joined Georgia Carey uh, pretty promptly. I met you uh same year, I reckon, at the convention. Did we have a convention in 2008? We had, a, we had our first convention right. in 2008. I, and, did, I didn't remember whether it was at the convention or downtown. It must well, have been. Well, I, I don't remember. but probably at, at the convention. Cause you were very memorable wherever it was. Yeah, but, I can yeah, understand yeah, that. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> but, no, it was uh, – and, and after being a member for a little over a year, I got to meet a lot of the people in the organization. Um, and I've made a lot of great friends, just uh, life member friends and regular member friends just across Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so it was – I became a life member uh, shortly after that first year because I just saw how how much we were we were doing and, and what good people were involved. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we did. Uh, we made a big splash when we came on the scene. In fact, uh, in that hearing that we were talking about earlier with Tim Bearden and Ed Stone, uh, Ed introduced himself as uh, Ed Stone, president of GeorgiaCarry dot org, the uh, chairman of the Ju- uh, D- Judy Non Civil Committee at that time was a guy named uh, David Ralston, and he said, what organization? Right. And he told him again, and he said, I don't think I've ever heard of y'all. Right. I believe he has now, but. But anyway, prior to joining Georgia Carey, I'd never voted. Uh, You were bringing up my political. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd never signed up to vote, uh, but Georgia Carey encouraged me to, to sign up to vote, find out who your representatives are, uh, get to know them if you can, find out what their, their views are, Uh, you know, try to, if their views aren't lining up with what you think the Second Amendment ought to be, try to change their view, take them shooting or what have you. And uh, I, I just happened to have an opportunity at that time shortly thereafter where my representative, uh, Tom Graves, was uh, going to step down and run for Congress. Mm-hmm. And so I had to find myself a new rep. And uh, there was a couple of guys running, and I emailed one, the first political email I'd ever done and it was way too long and way too detailed and 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 way too you know 
uh, everything. Uh, you, you should send short to the point emails to politicians. Right. But but Mr. Rick Jaspers at the time was not a politician, so he responded <laughs> with a very lengthy uh, email itself. And I went and helped with his campaign. I you know went out and cut up watermelons with dull knives in uh, Calhoun, Georgia, on the Fourth of July in a little old hot tent. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know. It was a really a good experience. I got to meet his family and, and get to know his, his wonderful uh, children and wife. And yeah. uh, since then, uh, Rick has uh, actually championed a couple of our bills, several of right. our bills. So right. uh, real proud of Rick and, and, and how all this kind of came together. Well, you know, that's one of the funny things that a lot of people just don't seem to understand. And that is that, that guys like Rick Jaspers and, and all the representatives, the, the ladies as well, they're just normal people. Right. They want your input, and if you give them your input, if they agree with you, they'll tell you normally. If they don't, they'll you'll also let you know that they don't agree with you, and you know who is because you can watch and see who's voting for right bills, etc. But it's amazing the number of representatives that I've gotten to know that aren't my representatives, just by the fact that I'm with Georgia Carey. It's amazing the number of people that I've got to know and know their families, and and they're just normal everyday guys that are out making a living having a good time and their families are just like our families they're trying to put meals on the table right. and, and going out and and uh they don't they don't like the spotlight a whole lot more than a lot of us like the spotlight you know i can do without it i, I know you get a lot of it but i could do without <laughs> some of <laughs> yeah, mine yeah. from time to time you have the face for the spotlight yeah that's right yeah. well i got a radio face yeah a face for radio it's perfect right here um, but yeah, it's 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 amazing when you get involved with some of these these folks and how good they are. And one of the things I want to point out about some of the good folks is uh, anybody that doesn't know uh, our friend um, Alan Powell had a knee replaced uh, a week ago Monday. It was the the Monday after Sonny died. Uh, had one knee replaced and. Uh, He's going to have to have another one at some point in time. He thought he had back problems. Come to find out, he had to have a knee problem. I talked to him a couple of times, and he's having a having a rough go just because it hurts. But he's uh, he's a tough guy. He's going to make it through. And and uh, these are things that you you find out about people that you wouldn't know right. if you didn't if you weren't friends with them. And it's it's no different uh, from calling on uh, a next door neighbor when they move into town than it is to. Uh, to get to know these people right. so i suggest everybody do it and as we've always said if you if your representative or senator does not recognize you uh, when you walk up to them on the street then you haven't done a good job you need to work at it a little bit tougher uh, our first seg- segment here is just about over with i need to tell you a little bit about georgiacarry.org our website is our name you can go join you can go see everything that we've done you can renew uh, we need members to uh, help spread our word also, you can get a commercial-free podcast uh, at this show, available at Newstalk1160.com. They're also available on our website under GCO Radio Hours. So uh, we'll be right back. And now, back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with GeorgiaCarry.org's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. Welcome back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio Hour. I'm here with uh, Jeff Anderson. We've been talking a little bit about how we got to know each other and, and some of the benefits of knowing our our politicians. 
And I can assure you, if you don't know yours, you're missing out. You need to go know them because you need to know. If they're on your side, you need to know that. If they're your enemy, you need to know that. We need to know where everybody stands. And just because you don't agree with them on farms does not mean that you won't agree with them on something else. Right. And, uh, you know, the people are down here to, to, to pass laws or stop laws or repeal laws uh, that are good for the people, supposedly. Uh, I'm one that think we've got too many good laws and we've got too many g- bad laws. We just got too damn many laws. But, yeah, I think they need to repeal uh, about ten for every one they pass. I think so too. But uh, you need to know these people because there may be some time when a bill is going to really affect you, and if they know you and and you know them, then you may get their vote that would be the vote that stopped that particular bill. Uh, we were talking earlier about how we got to meet or how we met each other and. Uh, it's kind of funny to me that that here I am a a kid from Texas. What was the town? <laughs> Never heard it before, have you? <laughs> kid from Bales, Texas. I just think you were too the many, best thing to come out of there. Just, that and Highway eighty two. Where you go? Uh, there's uh, well, no, there actually there is a, a world champion trick roper there by the name of Ken Durham, and uh, uh, I remember we kind of grew up together. He lived right across the street from me, and. We went to see a movie back in about 1956, and it was with Will Rogers. And Will Rogers always twirled a rope. And we came out of there, and he said, I'm going to learn how to do that. And from then on, just about every time you saw him, he had a rope in his hand. Right. And uh, he and his son and his grandson are the only three-generation trick ropers in the world that anybody knows about at any rate. And... um, He's uh, he's a little bit older than me, so he's kind of quit performing, uh, except for special events, parties, things of that nature. As a matter of fact, if you ever see the video, uh, God Bless Texas, there's a guy in there standing on the back of a horse twirling a rope, and that's my buddy Ken Durham, who's also out of Bells, Texas. So, Dang, so I thought you were the biggest thing. No, nah, I, I think Kenneth is. All right. uh, my name's probably been spread around and spit on more time than his, but uh, yeah. One of the things I remember uh, after we first met, uh, you were coming to North Georgia a good bit to uh, do speaking engagements, right. and uh, I would hitch a ride with you when you come up five fifteen, going up to uh, like Young Harris or whatnot right. to, to speak at the college. And you know, I, I I just said, you know, I think I could do that to keep you from having to drive way up here in your your big old dually truck uh you know if you get another one up here let me know and i don't know about six months rocked along there and you called me one day and said well i've i've got one but there's a lot of people going to be at this thing you know i don't know if it's something you want to do if you if you can't then i'll find a way to make it up there and uh, i think you said last year the year before they had like 600 people at this thing but i don't remember yeah but anyway it didn't turn out to be that many but it was several hundred it was a couple hundred people and that was my first public speaking i think that was a tea party if i'm not mistaken was that a tea party i don't up? remember it was held in a big arena up there uh oh no that was, i don't remember no it was one. a gun club it was actually a oh. uh a, 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 a like a like a rifle or a gun club up yeah. there uh Kohuta Gun Club. I mean, yeah. I'm getting that all yeah, wrong, I, I, but no, I think you know. I know. I know what you're talking but about. But the year before, Wayne Lapierre had spoke. That's the reason there were 600 people there. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was overdressed in my suit. Uh, I was the only person there in a the suit, and so you you, you kind of learn that maybe you should do like Herman Talmadge, and when you get out to where the people are, you you change clothes right. in the car and put on your uh, right. overalls, and you get out and you meet the people. And yep. so. well, that's one of the reasons you always carry a coat in your 
and your car. You know, you, you got a white shirt and a coat and tie. So it doesn't matter what you're wearing below as long as you look like. See, I wasn't you, a pro then. Yeah, down. right. Well, it, I learned that from from some pros. I didn't make that up. Well, anyway, I, I ended up speaking. But uh, I do remember. I do several. remember us talking about it, and you said, "Oh, I don't know if I can." And I remembered encouraging you, <laughs> yeah, very much. <laughs> and the funny thing about it was, uh, one of your first—if that I don't think that was the first one—but one of your first ones was videoed. It was taped by somebody. Right. And uh, you sent the tape of it, and you were kind of proud of that tape. And I, yeah. we all were kind of proud of that tape. Because yeah, that's that I knew probably you could one do of my better it. ones. It's still on YouTube if you want yeah. to go look that up. I, I knew you could do it. I just knew that you needed a little bit of pushing sometime to get right. it done. Because, right. And that's that's one of the things Georgia Curie tries to do, and that's urge our people to do more. Right. To, yeah. To and, help us and help themselves. We're not, you know, we're not in it for us. We're in it for all of us. And I think what it is too is is it became it was real easy to talk about it because it was a subject that I knew. I'd right. been studying it, you know, pretty much you know weekly, yep. uh, maybe too much. I mean, you get you get involved in this in in politics, uh, especially, and you live and die by it. And eventually, you realize, hey, this is just the way it oh, goes. Yeah. This yeah. is it's ebb and flow, and yep. you can't get too attached to it. But yeah, but it 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 is amazing how much if you. If you keep up with Georgia Carey, it's amazing how much you will know about the gun laws by the time they're passed because we've always got a hand in them one way or the other. Right. And they're not just like the campus carry bill is not what we want, but it's a foot in the door. And we've never passed a bill that we wanted. We've never passed what we asked for. Right, right. Except maybe 406, which was to, yeah. you know, to solve one particular problem. But uh, as far as restoring our rights, we've never gotten everything that we want. And we but we didn't lose it all at once either no, so we have no. to take it I mean, back we, as we can get it and that's one of the things that that i've noticed is that that people start telling us about the law and most of the time if they're not a member of georgia carrier they're really not sure what they're talking about they're they're sure what they're talking about yeah and I, sometimes i see a politician on tv that doesn't quite oh, yes. understand what they're talking about yes. but you know you can't understand all these laws and oh, even no. i don't completely understand like a lot of times i'll i'll have someone ask me a question and even now as many as few of places as there are this off limits sometimes the question's so nuanced that i'll send them straight to your door <laughs> well there's a lot of there's a lot of those that you have to answer with we don't really know because this is what the law says but it could be interpreted this way and until you get a case law you don't really know yeah it could be um you know as i was talking with matt kilgo last week if an officer is going to arrest you he's going to arrest you so it doesn't matter whether he knows what the law is or not. You're going to get arrested. Might as well get ready for the ride. Right. But at least uh, if he's wrong, then we have have recourse. And we used to not have that recourse. There there used to be nobody stand up to uh, any of the government hardly and, and filing lawsuits, uh, et cetera. They accepted the fact, for instance, in Cuyahoga County that you couldn't carry in a park. Georgia Carey didn't accept that. We took him to court. You're, vacant, you're violating state law. And we won, and that also stopped everybody else from around here from having to do that. Yeah. Uh, so somebody had to stand up, and that's that's kind of what we've we've tried to do. I I kind of got into Georgia Carey just uh, by accident, quite frankly. I was uh, I was walking across my sun deck or my uh, sunroom, and my wife was listening to the local news, and uh, there was this guy. The teaser came on that a state representative was introducing a bill to do away with some of the archaic gun laws, and that was HB 89. That was Tim Bearden, and so 
I sat down and listened to him. I sent him an email the next that night and said, I'm for your bill. I'd like to know more about it. And he sent me back an email that said, go to this website. These guys got all the answers, and it was georgiacarry.org. Well, I didn't really realize how things happened back then. I thought if uh, if uh, you got a state representative, he's got a bill, he wrote it up, he knows what he's doing. Well, obviously that's not the case. And so I, I thought, well, what kind of fool is this? You know, introducing a bill, doesn't even know what's in it, wants me to go somewhere else and find out. Right. And I clicked on Georgia Carey, and of course I live in Fairburn, and um, our home address is Fayetteville, just 15 miles down the road from me. And I started reading it, and I go, where in the heck did these guys come from? Yeah. I've never heard of any of these guys. And then all of a sudden I went through and I saw the, all the lawsuits and everything that was going on and what they were trying to get done and what they were, why they were fighting. And I uh, printed, I, I joined. At that time you had to, to print out the application and send it in, send a check in, and so I did. And I printed out about 25 more applications and put them in my truck. And when I'd pull up to my horseshoeing customers, I'd say, here, you need to, you need to join these guys. It's only $15 a year, and, and this is what they're trying to do, and we need to do this. And I, I was, as I've said, I was recruiting for Georgia Carey before I was a member of Georgia Carey. Right. I and mean, you were one of the first to have T-shirts uh, recruiting if you wanted yeah, to join. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you me, did some T-shirts, and, and that kind of gave me an inspiration to do some more yeah, than one today. But. Me and uh, Gene Stevens over in Sonoy did, uh, did those bright orange, bright yellow ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it's – and we've, we've come a long way since then, quite frankly. Oh, yeah. We've got, we've got a lot of merchandise um, but that's again. That's just what what you do when you get two or three guys together. It's got the same the same goal. Right. The networking and is is amazing in this is. state. About you know meeting people across this yep. uh, this whole state. I mean, we have members that are from other states, of course. And oh yeah. Probably well, other we countries, have. But. Yeah, we do. We have have them from other countries. We have them from China, Germany, all around. So uh, we're coming up to the end of another fine segment here with my good buddy jeff uh, i want to remind you georgiacarry.org uh website uh, you can follow us on tweet uh twitter at uh georgiacarry i'm at gotyourback64 and um, you can also get the free podcast uh, off this show at newstalk1160.com we will be right back And now, back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with GeorgiaCarry.org's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. Welcome back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio. Uh, Jerry Henry with Jeff Anderson. We're Hello. sitting here talking about uh, uh, just a little bit of everything. We've, we've talked about uh, some of the gun laws, how we change things, uh, what he's had and how we met, etc., and... Uh, and we're going to continue along that line. I know Jeff is uh you're a mountain biker, is that not right? Yeah, I've done a good bit of that and uh, also recently really got into motorcycle riding and uh, mm-hmm. things of that nature. So, yeah, just uh, every time I get a new hobby, it's, you know, throw a couple thousand at it and let's see how this goes, <laughs> you know. It's I uh, got into golf a little bit and and that's it's really, you know, just a a really, you know, neat walk around as they say but uh yeah it's 
it's interesting. You just as I get older, I kind of see these different things. Oh, I'd like to try that. You know, I'd like yeah. to try that. I, I, you well, you're lucky to be able to do that. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you you were raised up in that area. Is that I was correct? raised in uh, Alpharetta. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, then I think I knew that. Yeah, my father had bought a piece of property up in the mountains and built a, a you know mountain cabin up there, and and that was kind of uh, my resp- you know, uh I would go there on the weekends and kind of you know hide out and then uh, get back to reality on Mondays. But eventually, I decided I wanted to move and live in the the great North um, Georgia mountains. So mm-hmm. it's really nice. And then with motorcycles, uh, I've met a good friend uh through georgia carry he's a life member as well lives over in uh, dawsonville and uh we've uh we got into cars and he worked on each other's car helped out with each other's cars then we got into motorcycles and uh you know dual sport bikes uh riding the mountain forest service roads and stuff Mm -hmm. and and then like uh, we bought a couple of road bikes and started touring around got some touring bags on them you know and we uh, last week we ventured down to Savannah uh, for one night, and then we went off down into Florida. But uh, this is my first time to ride in a while, and uh, got down there to Savannah and uh, met up with another Georgia Carry member that's uh, big uh, helping out with Georgia Carry, uh, at least in the social media side on mm-hmm. the Twitter. Uh, Ted down in Savannah, and uh, it's first time I'd met Ted. I'd been uh, been friends with Ted online for years with Georgia Carry. Uh, you know, and one time I needed uh, Ted. To, I, I had a phone a long time ago that was just clever. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't smart. No, it was, it was clever. just clever. And I, I was pretty much a luddite when it comes to things like uh, technology and stuff. And so I'd kind of put off buying one of the new fancy phones. But my representative had contacted me about a uh, particular article I'd sent him, like I don't know, a month prior. And I, I had no way to get to it on my phone, and so I had to text. Ted down in Savannah, I said, hey, can you send uh, my rep, and I gave him the number, can you send him a link to that article? He wants to see it again. He's He needs it pretty quick. And uh, he said, sure, no problem. And so I told uh, Rick about it. I told Rick Jaspers, I said, hey, the guy named Ted's going to be texting you uh, the article. I can't do it from where I'm at. And he said, who's Ted? And so I told Ted that, and Ted, did, Ted says, uh, well, did you tell him I'm your – Blanking secretary. <laughs> you know. So I've had a good Ted and I. We've we've gotten along pretty 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 well, and uh, so I finally got to meet Ted uh, last week, which was kind of interesting. Hello, Ted, down there yeah. in Savannah. Um, but just good people all over the state. Yep. You know, I've I've met and became friends with lots yeah. of people. The networking, uh, you know, is I know guy I know a guy in Noonan now. You know, Jerry Strange oh, down yeah. there, and yeah. and uh, you know, just people all over. It's just good people in the, in the in the organization and. Uh, well, now you and you and Ted also are the ones that do our Twitter. Yeah, we do the Twitter. Yeah, that's Twitter, 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 yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah, Twitter. It, you can it, do whatever it, you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Um, well, us and, and another, we kind of ruminate over some of this stuff, and I don't know. I, you know, the the Twitter thing is, is a really good thing to get your message out uh, quickly. Quickly, yes. And I think that's uh, I think that's where the if you really if you're a news junkie, it's you know, Twitter's like the crack cocaine of, of news because yeah. you can get the instant high and feed right there and right. there and there. Now, a lot of times what you see may not be. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, you're going to have to wait for the truth. But, right. But, but you have to do that even with, with, you're uh, correct. You're correct. with any of the media that right. you get. Radio is the same way. TV, every time there's a shooting uh, anywhere, it's always an automatic 
rifle. Right. Going right. to find out, of course, it's not. Right. But, you know, you, you listen single to the same action, thing. Single-action yeah. revolver. Yeah. Um, but, it, it, yeah, the, but the Twitter thing has been interesting, and it's, it is, it's a full-time job to yeah, kind of keep up with some of that stuff and to keep the, the information fresh. Yeah, but, I, uh, I agree with that because I get a lot of your texts where you're right. back and forth with right. whether, we, whether th- we should tweet tweet this or whether we yeah, should tweet that. Or I, but I think a, I think Twitter's, the, the bots have really kind of, uh, you know, especially for the, some of the campaigns, there's big uh, race for Tom Price to see, and the bots have really taken over some of the political Twitter hashtags. Right. And it's and it's unfortunate, I think, Twitter needs to get a better handle on it because it's just the same stuff over and over and over again. And um, I don't know. It's We're going to stick with it, and, you know, hopefully it, you know, it's it's just good for the political aspect. I think. Well, it is, plus the fact that, that if you need to get something to the membership quite, real quickly, you can do that for right, the most right. part. And, and not that everybody has a, a Twitter account. Well, they can account, follow it and, but, and have the notifications come to their phone just from us, and that right. way they don't get all, you know, they don't have to follow anybody else. If they just right. want to get the info well, quickly, it's a good way to do it. Yeah, and my point was most of the people that are, are involved – with us, like with hearings and things of that nature that that are fluid, then those people are, for the most part, have a Twitter account or some way that we can either text them or something to get the message right. to them that, hey, it's changed, it's, it's not that. And there's a lot of politicians that have Twitter accounts. I, I think a lot of times, though, their, their underlings are running the accounts and stuff, and I mean, especially the Congress people. Uh, but it I, was rumored that uh, Hillary had seven people running her Twitter account. I, mean, uh, I can believe that. There's yeah. no way that any any one person could keep up with all the feeds. They you, couldn't, you and you would hate to have one person, you know, could tweet something that would look make the organization or make the person look bad. Sure. And so you have to kind of you, you got to be careful who's you, doing it. You have to kind of vet it. And, and uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I I will tell you that. I have been. I've had my hand slapped by uh, the guy sitting next to me a time or two for things that I tweeted. <laughs> it was just once. Oh, was it once? It seemed like more than once. Well, I wanted to more than once. I was like, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's just. Yeah, I mean, you just you people are just so sensitive now, and oh, it's I really unfortunate. I mean, I, uh, yeah, that's funny. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, when you when you, I actually my rep actually uh, called me. Uh, during the HB 60, I think was the uh-huh. bill. And he said, you know, I'm having, you know, a lot of workload down here with this bill and there's a lot of, uh, you know, things going on and I've kind of overworked my secretaries. Would you mind coming down and you'd like to see the process sure. and help me out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'll pay you as an intern. What I didn't realize was what little he was going to pay me would just not even quite cover the, the parking, the gas and my lunch expense to get down there and had to leave home at 5.15 in the morning right. and drive to the Capitol and then wait on the steps outside the CLOB building because I didn't have access. They didn't give me any kind of card until, like, the day before I left. Before, yeah. before it was over. But it was a high pressure. Uh, it was very high oh, yeah. pressure down there with that bill. And you get in an elevator and, you know, there's people, you know, asking questions or in the halls. And, um, you know, it was, it was really interesting to watch Rick respond to some of this stuff. You know, you, are you for it again? I mean, oh, it's yeah. just pretty much what, you know, you don't get weak need now. Yeah. You know? Oh, I agree with um, that. But, uh, and it was, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I got, I think Rick wanted me to understand uh, the, 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 well, what, what the impact was and what the, what it was, what it really felt like in that bowler plate or that bowler room of, uh, well, not only that, he needed somebody he could trust and he knew he could trust you. To, right. Right. To, to say things properly that need to be said and our answer, you know, anything that, that was a boilerplate 
uh, email answer, oh, you they, could do that without any problem. But yeah, there, there were was, some that you had to sit down and really think about before yeah, you did. Yeah, I mean, early on, though, I mean, I think there was one little controversial thing. And, and so he, we talk, decided to get on top of it quickly. And when he did, I couldn't believe how beautifully it worked because the people were just – asking questions hey can you tell me about this what mm-hmm. is instead of putting them off you just went ahead and yep. told them up front and it, it magically that they, they've had no problem oh, thank you for that right. you know it was just right. amazing to see how fast getting getting in touch with the people back oh yeah you know that was part of my thing was the email is to help him out with the emails and, oh yeah well uh, i i have friends down there at the capitol that tell me that that's the first thing they do when they um it, they look at at a message that they get uh if they've got a whole lot of them they'll look to make sure that that they're in their district. Yeah, and if make sure you if let your in their district know that you're from the district, right. and they should already know you. Right, they should. But with if us, they don't, but they're not going to know everybody. But if they don't, yeah, and if they don't, but you need to, to send them an email, make it short, to the point. Don't don't raise cane. Nope. Don't these, threaten. Yeah, don't threaten. I mean, it's just an easy thing, and I think that's where our success is. Our members that's don't a, do that's that. An awful lot of it. And and then a phone call, you know, to mm-hmm. to just to call down there and say, look, please, yeah. you know, we want to. And then a lot of times, I mean, there there are a lot of work going on, and depending on their secretary whether or not they're going to get back with you. A lot of times, sometimes they personally answer. Uh, I actually had uh, one of the reps. Uh, I was really upset with a rep a few years ago because they had tried to get a push a bill to let them carry, but right put them on the right. the, the, right. the exempt list, but not me. And right. so I was really upset with that. So. Yeah. He uh, he actually gave me a cell phone number. And wanted me to call him. Now he didn't make any sense to me. He didn't convinced me that what he was wanting was right but at least uh, I, I did get to speak with the fellow yeah. for about 20 minutes but yeah anyway interesting well story. i know a lot of them stay there late at night uh, answering uh, phone calls or emails because uh, their constituents have, have asked them and they, they put in a lot of things yeah. we're coming up to the end of segment number three here uh, so far we've had a lot of fun and we're going to have a little bit more there's still a couple of things that we can uh, bore people with and we're going to do our best to do so GeorgiaCarry.org, www.georgiacarry.org, a commercial-free podcast of this show available on Newstalk1160.com, uh, at GeorgiaCarry, or Twitter. Uh, my Twitter feed is uh, at GotYourBack64. We'll be right back. And now, back. To GeorgiaCarry.org radio with GeorgiaCarry.org's executive director, Jerry Henry. Welcome back to GeorgiaCarry.org radio hour. Jerry Henry, Jeff uh, Anderson, and I don't think I've mentioned that i got Marshall Parker here again working the board with us, uh, another one of our GeorgiaCarry.org members. Uh, and as Jeff mentioned, you meet them all over the place. Uh, and it, that is a very good thing. Yeah, I saw a, I saw a sticker on a car coming down today. Uh, you know, just it's just neat. To, oh yeah, it's like oh, I wonder who that guy is. You well, know? you you, I can remember back when we first started. You know, we you you could drive forever and not see a sticker. Right. right. If you saw a, a sticker, you knew the guy because there, there just wasn't that many of us around, and that many that had stickers. Now you see them all over the place, and and uh, I've got a. I've got a whole bunch in my glove compartment just in case somebody wants another one, you know. Yeah, I've actually so, handed out uh, cards in traffic before when I first got involved, and then I realized I, you know, I couldn't save the world. But, yeah. you know, Janet, uh, my wife, said one time I would spoke to some people, and she said, you know, you'd be good as a preacher because you're, you're good at passing the gospel around. I said, well, it is. I mean, I just try to got to tell everybody. Yeah. Know? Oh, I agree. So, and that we've... I think we've done a fairly good job of that. I, I have uh, 
I was uh, going to Home Depot the other day, and I saw a guy in an air conditioning truck. And he had one of the old red, white, mm-hmm. and blue yeah, stickers right, on that right. was still just it's about a faded, faded out. out. Yeah. And so I, I followed him till he pulled into the Home Depot parking lot. And when he got out, I motioned for him to come over and give him some of the new ones. Said, "Here, I noticed the ones you got are a little bit, little bit faded." So uh, he thanked me and went on. And uh, I've, I've actually left new ones sitting on somebody's car. You know, when I couldn't see who, the, who it was, just put them under the windshield wiper yeah, or something. They come that's back cool. and yeah. And uh, be surprised and go. It's uh, kind of a fun thing, but um, we, um, I don't know. When you stop and think about what Georgia Carey does and has done, I think we've been, in my opinion, we've been kind of blessed in a lot of ways because we've had, we've had people to to degree. I think the forming of Georgia Carey was a whole lot like the forming of this country. There were. There were eight or ten or twelve people that came together at the right time. At the right time, at the from right time, different places, right, all over the world. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're right here. It's kind of funny that I'm one of the. There's only just a couple of board members that are from Georgia, you know. And yeah, I think we've got. I think we have three counting you. Yeah, I've had my carry license for 26 years in this state, so I think I may be senior on that. I don't know, am I? I couldn't tell you about <laughs> that one. That one I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I can old. tell you. I can tell you you've had it longer than me because I've only. I'm not. I'm not from Georgia. I'm from a little town in North Texas. Yeah, I know. I've heard about that. I've heard about that. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, the thing is, is, you know, it's not really that I'm proud about having the license. I'd, I'd really like to, to get rid of it. But as long as there's reciprocity issues, I think we're always going to have to have something unless we can get rid of that. But I'm I'm on the fence about Congress getting involved with the reciprocity thing. Yeah, you know? I am to a degree. I mean, I'd like to Because they really it. fixed health care. Well, they did. However, the bills that I've seen – what they say is it's going to be just like a driver's license. If that's the case, then I don't see a problem with it. Because if I cross the state line right now with a driver's license and their speed limit's 40 miles an hour, i got to drive 40 miles an hour. Even, it was, even if it was 70 or 75 in Georgia, it's 40 miles an hour there. So right. if I'm going somewhere, and just like with reciprocity now, if I'm going somewhere, I have to know what the laws are in order to carry there, or I'm going to be arrested and thrown in jail. Yeah, yeah. Just like I didn't have a lot. I kind of, I mean, I've actually joined, uh, my, my, my daughter lives in Florida, and I actually joined an organization down there uh, in hopes of helping getting some of Florida better. I mean, Florida used to be this really good state, and oh, yeah. now we're surpassed Florida for gun rights. We, and you go down there. a lot of people. Yeah, and you go down there. Well, we're number two or three depending on who you look at but you go down there and it's like oh gosh i can't do that here right. you know i can't carry here or right. this is maybe a gray area and, and it's just you have to change your life right. for something so silly as a, a, a stupid gun law that yep. that you know i have people I, I work some of the festivals up in north georgia and every so often not every festival but i'll have people that'll come up and they'll want to Maybe argue just a little or just maybe say, you know, I don't agree with that or something. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's a little more abrupt depending on what county their tag is. Right. Um, but the, the, the point is, is that, uh, you know, I, I just always the first thing I say is I just want to be able to carry my gun right. where the criminal has his. Right. Simple, it's that simple. The criminal and, carries his gun anywhere he wants. And yet I'm the one that's fingerprinted, background checked right. and, and has paid for this license, which I feel is, you know, I shouldn't have to pay for it. But. And yet, I can't carry in certain locations, but the criminal can. That's and, correct, and that's all I want. And it kind of kind of stuns them for a second because I don't think they a lot of them actually have ever looked at it from like that. No. But then then they'll come back. Well, more guns is not the answer. Well, 
hey, I, I've proven it once in my life that right. my gun was the, was the answer, at least in my mind it was. Well, another thing that I tell them, too, that, that uh, I say, look, I don't really care whether you carry a firearm or not. I want you to have the right, though, to decide it. I don't want somebody to tell you you can't or that you have to. Right, right. I want you to have the option and the right to say, this is what I want to do. Yeah, but if they, and if, that's they what if, you, I'm doing. if we pass that bill, though, there's going to be blood running down the gutters of the street, yep. Jerry. They're still waiting on it from 1980-something. Right, when right. The, the Wild West. Yep. Yeah, well, the Wild West was a whole lot safer than it is here. <laughs> get right down to it. Go back and look at the mortality rate out there. People didn't get shot on the streets like they do here. Yeah, I saw that in that Marta thing, the the, the victim's family was uh, asking the officials, well, how did, he, how did the shooter get his gun on there? Well, he, 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 walked, he walked right on there. I mean, you know, the front door. what's the what the only thing you could do is set up a checkpoint. But even those the TSA checkpoints, they've 95 percent. They failed right oh, yeah. on their own test. So, well, and, you're not going to stop it. And it's not against the law to carry a gun on Marta. As long as but you have it a carry is license, the law right. to shoot people. Right, right, right. So which law is working? Well, yeah, right. You know, it's the same thing the with law. school. Yeah, yeah with, same thing with schools. The, the thing in San Bernardino, the school out there. It was against the law for the guy to take the gun in there. That law didn't work. No. It was also against the law to murder. That right. law didn't work. Right. So, you know, when you get right down to it, laws are nothing but words on pieces of paper that only people who respect others and respect the law of this land will follow. Right. Restraining order, restraining order laws are always, the, you know, they always put those things out as, you know, this— they don't protect people. No, they don't. I no. mean, they're not. They're, it's it's a piece of paper. That's right. It's to make you feel good and make and make people feel good. Politicians, etc., right. feel good that we've done something about it. Right. Make the moms feel good. Well, we stopped them from doing that. Well, you didn't stop anybody from doing anything. No. The law-abiding citizen wasn't wasn't your problem to begin with. And it's funny now that we've got uh, what ten or twenty times as many guns now in the United States than we had back in the in the eighties, uh, but yet. The gun, the country's safer right oh, yeah, now. Yeah. From a it's been going down rate. year after year. If yeah. you look at the FBI crime so, statistics, it's, so it's what's the big deal? one of the lowest levels now. So yeah, yeah. So uh, just a, a couple other things before we leave here. I, I'm going to ask uh, Jeff to tell you a little bit about uh, a little bit more about his story, and I, I'm going to ask you to do a, a, us all a favor, Jeff. Uh, is uh, going under the knife on Monday to. Uh, to reverse a procedure that he had to have that uh, he'll tell us a little bit about here in a minute. And I just want you, those of you that uh, hit your knees at night, I think you, uh, I'd really appreciate if you'd uh, remember Jeff and his family in, uh, in your prayers because he's going to go through a rough few weeks here in the, in the coming days. Well, I hope they're not that bad. But, yeah, it's, uh, I actually was diagnosed with uh, colorectal cancer uh, in July of last year and uh, went through uh, a couple of surgeries, um, but I mean, I think the prognosis is good. I haven't had any doctor tell me that. Well, you look good. Yeah, I feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, I mean, it's the treatments are rough, mm-hmm. um, but I, you know, when I first got this, I didn't really talk about it, and then I decided I wanted to be this big champion of it. But I think the more I look at it and look at other people's cancers, and and you know, mine, my treatment was rough, but I mean, there's another member that I know that's went through bone marrow oh, transplants. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, with his cancer, so, um, you, you put it in perspective and, and you, you, you change your attitude on it. But, um, I'll tell you this, uh, if you've got a problem, go to the doctor, uh, 
colonoscopy. I will be when they tell me it's time for my next colonoscopy. I'll be waiting at the door for them to open. Um, but so I'm not going to get all preachy. But you know, I'm 47 and I'm going through this. So they say your first colonoscopy should be 50. But if you have trouble, if some sort of a, an issue, you should go check it out. But go see if it's going to be okay. But no, I'm, I'm I feel good. I've, I've, I feel like maybe my life is still ahead of me. And uh, you know, so I appreciate your concern. And uh, but yeah, this is. Uh, it's just my road to hoe, and I'm hoeing it. So we'll hopefully get. Well, through. you got to you got to deal. You got to play the cards that are dealt you. Yeah, and uh, I think you've done a pretty good job of doing that. And uh, you know, like I said, I just uh, just want everybody to, all the help you can get. I appreciate that. Helps. Thank you. And uh, uh, you're too good a guy to to not be remembered in in the prayer. So, uh, well, we've come down to almost the end of another day. Uh, we started off here not knowing what we were going to talk about, and we're going to end up here not knowing what we've talked about, I think. But yeah. it, it's been a lot of fun. It always is with Jeff. I, we He was talking a while ago. We were on a radio program back about six or seven years ago, something right. like that, yeah. and that uh, we weren't in control of, and it lasted for like two or three hours, <laughs> and we, didn't, we, we almost ran out of answers, but uh, we didn't. Today we could probably sit here and talk another hour about, about things we've done, and and all, and uh, we might might do that here for long. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we're come time to say goodbye. I want to remind you, GeorgiaCarry.org. Uh, you can join. You can also uh, renew. We need members to contact our legislators. Let us know what's going on. Uh, Twitter is at GeorgiaCarry.org or at GeorgiaCarry. And remember the commercial free podcast uh, of this show at NewsTalk1160.com. We will be back next week. Thanks for listening to GeorgiaCarry.org radio, hosted by Georgia Carry's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. GeorgiaCarry.org is Georgia's no-compromise voice for gun owners. Join us each week for information on protecting your Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. GeorgiaCarry.org radio, Saturday mornings at 8 only. On News Talk 1160, the talk of the town.